This is In the Know for Tuesday, July 11, the 192nd day of 2023. There are 173 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. We normally would be on the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. We might be on Facebook. We might be on YouTube. We might be on Twitter if Comcast will uh, cooperate. The hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we'll give you a chance to win. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee. Covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Riff. How you doing? Good. How are you? Well, not too bad. I didn't stay up too late watching the home run derby. I saw some of the early rounds. Uh, I guess for the first time in Major League Baseball history, we have a father and son who have both won the home run derby. Correct. Vlad Guerrero Senior, uh, Guerrero Senior, and Vlad Guerrero Junior. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was pretty good. I know. I. I like the way that they do it, like the, the time round thing. It's kind of fun, but they have the rule that you're technically not allowed to throw the pitch until the ball lands, oh, and they've yeah. gotten rid of that rule, and because of that, and, and part of it is is like it just is such a hard product to watch on TV, and part of that's not ESPN's fault. Is It's just that there's, there's so much action, and the camera operators just physically c- cannot keep up. Mm-hmm. That, and I, I like Carl Ravage, but I don't think that's his... He, he's not a home run derby. Guy, I was so. impressed with the kid from the Orioles. His dad pitched Adley for him. Oh, he did because he he had what twenty one, and then he turned around and went eight of ten from the right side of the plate mm-hmm. after his timeout. So anyway, I was kind of pulling for him. But anyway, the uh, Midsummer Classic is tonight out in Seattle. We'll talk a little bit more about it coming up later in the show. Over there, chair number three, we say good morning and welcome back. First Baptist Church Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis C. Cook. Who am I? You lovingly know him. You can't create- as Morning, Humble Bumble. Okay, I'm just going to tell you, that was really good. Not too bad? That was really good. Maybe the week off did me some good. Yeah, I think so. I, uh, it was passion, able to, excitement. I was able to store it up. It's not overdone. No, it, it was wasn't. timed out well. It had a little staccato to it, which I know you like musical references. I I really do. I was thinking of you last week while I was away. Okay. You and your family visited um, the happiest place on earth earlier in the the calendar year. So happy. And I, 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 I couldn't help but remember you basically told me that after riding Tron, you squealed like a little girl from fear. I don't think uh, that is not true. That's not I, what you said. I heard that part. I of the believe story. that I said after riding Tron, I, my body got off the ride, but my soul was still on it. <laughs> is uh, that what you said? I, I believe that was the exact quote, Your Honor. <laughs> okay. Well, I had the good fortune as I stumbled into the virtual queue on our oh, first day no. there. And wrote it as the last thing on uh, the first day, first okay. full day, and it had been a long day. What do you think? I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was amazing. Gosh. But it, um, you know, it gets your attention right off the bat, which is great. Yeah. And um, but I, I was, I thought it was a little short, which I think you had mentioned. Maybe you came away going, "That was it." 
and and so it could have lasted a little yeah. bit longer. But I was left with wondering: you didn't like it, or you did like it? I did not like it. Okay, uh, and I my glasses. You can't wear your glasses. That's they make true. you put yeah. them in the little compartment there, and well. uh, so that helped me because I am afraid of heights. Oh, so I'm right. super afraid of heights. So I'm, I can't even I'm get on a, a ladder like up, up top. So like I'm with you there. Um, I did a bunch of roller coasters. I did the Tron ride. I got out of my comfort zone and I hated every minute of it. I did love the fact that it was kind of short. Oh, so but, you were grateful for the brevity. Yeah, but my eyes were closed the entire time and I almost died. Why close your eyes if you didn't have your glasses on? You couldn't see. Just in case God happened to just heal me. <laughs> And my eyes would be open, and I'd die again. So okay, I got it. I think your week, uh, the day, the times you spent there were more mild weather-wise than uh, yes. our week last week. It and was, I don't think there were as many people as what you experienced. Uh, I would just assume based off of actually the, time. the uh, no. I think okay. the the heat probably kept a lot of the locals and regionals away. Well, that's so, good. So that was uh, it. Was a little bit better than good I riddance. would have expected. Uh, fortunately, we're going to get low humidity here today, but a little higher temperature than we saw yesterday. It was a pretty nice day, and it was a pleasant overnight. We're going to see uh, sunny, a warm summer day today, but lower humidity. Then tomorrow, we're going to see showers and storms return tomorrow night. And then we'll see multiple days of a possibility for some severe thunderstorms that are blowing through. Sunny today, a high of 90, clear 69 tonight, and mostly sunny for tomorrow and a high of 91. Look off into the distance. Our highs look like uh, to be in the upper 80s each day. So that's what you have to look forward to as we get into the next uh, seven or eight days. Some of the headlines to uh, update you on this morning. A swatting call indicating a husband shot his wife and was holding another person hostage on West Walnut Street in Litchfield. Got a huge response from uh, law enforcement last evening about 830. The fire, um, the sheriff's office, and uh, other law enforcement agencies responded to the 300 block of West Walnut Street after dispatch received a call saying that a man had shot his wife and had a male tied up in a residence. The call went on to say that the suspect was threatening to burn down the home and there were children present. When they got to the scene, they uh, realized that call was fake. It was the result of a swatting incident. Swatting is, uh, you usually think of swatting as something that you hear of in larger cities or metropolitan areas, it's kind of been born out of the gaming community when you would be looking to get retribution against somebody that you were gaming against. You would learn where their physical location was and you would call in a false incident that would show, you know, law enforcement SWAT team. That's what it means. The SWAT team would show up and try and defuse the situation. It's dangerous. It's deadly. And uh, I hope whoever they... Whoever the LPD investigates and finds is responsible, I hope that they're prosecuted to the full extent of the law because um, you you may think it's funny, but no one else does. Wow. So a wanted Litchfield man, which was uh, once one of Grayson County's most wanted, has been jailed on multiple warrants along with uh, new drug charges. This happened on Friday. The LPD um, intervened with a Ford Explorer on the Thomason Byway. They found a... Uh, 20-year-old Gavin Petty in the back seat of the vehicle. He had warrants for his arrest on uh, several charges. He had failed to report back to jail after leaving an inpatient rehab at some point in time. And so he was uh, taken back into custody and charged additionally following that event. A man has been arrested in Morgantown after firing multiple shots near an apartment complex. This happened over the weekend. A Morgantown officer was on patrol when he heard gunshots near Oak Hill Apartments. That's on Oak Hill Drive. The um, 
Officer on the scene observed a white Jeep Cherokee fleeing the scene. They attempted to initiate a traffic stop, but a pursuit ensued. They finally were able to arrest 21-year-old Eric Ambergy. They found a handgun, marijuana, an open container of alcohol. He was or charged, you arrested, charged. have like an old iPod Touch, like version, like the first one that had the camera. And can we give it to the Butler County Jail? Because it, it takes a better picture than what, what oh, the effort yeah, their pictures yeah, are. Um, I think they have a, some type of uh, partnership with... Kodak Polaroid, the original version. Mm, I think those still better than than that. I don't know. Not bad. Maybe. Do they have a, a dark room? A Hardensburg truck driver was airlifted after a tractor trailer struck a house. It happened Friday afternoon on Highway 86 near the Breck County Hardin County line. 41-year-old William Dickerson was driving a uh, semi-truck when the vehicle left the roadway, hit a home. He was airlifted to UofL Hospital with a head injury. There was no one at home inside the residence at the time, fortunately. Yesterday, uh, we started hearing some, I guess, some news coming out that the there was going to be developing news on the sports wagering issue in Kentucky. It sounds like Kentucky will roll out sports betting for the uh, for the retail public on September seven, which is in time for the start of the NFL season. The Kentucky Horse Racing Commission approved paramutual wagering to begin September seven for retail at in person locations such as tracks its extension facilities, and simulcast venues. The KHRC's vote yesterday during a special called meeting at Red Mile Gaming and Racing in Lexington comes just over three months after the Republican-controlled Senate approved sports betting 25-12 to 12 on that vote. Governor Bashir quickly signed the bill into law, took effect on June 29. Then the KHRC has to figure out their oversight. Now, when it says, I, I guess there will be a lot of nuance to figure out in these regulations and how they roll it out. It was, um, in essence, a peace accord between the horse racing industry and those who wanted broader sports wagering. They basically said, okay, well, we'll let the horse racing industry basically be responsible for the sports wagering. They're already sort of in that business. Let them put it together and they will oversee it. So does this mean now you go to one of these facilities and then you can use the app to wager? So you have to be on the premise, et cetera? On, I don't know. On September 7th, you do. But then on September the 28th is when it... So later in the month? Later can, in the month. September 28th, 29th, 27th, something like that is when it opens up to online and you can bet online then. But it will only be like Churchill will work with like DraftKings and God, so there will only yeah. be like four or five different of the services that you'll be able to use. But you get to like pick pick whichever one you want. I know in some states um, you have to at least physically go to a place at least once initially. Well, yeah, it, to register or to verify who you are. To bet. So, like, mm-hmm. I, in northern Kentucky, or right now, theoretically, I could go and I could drive over the bridge in Louisville and go to Indiana, place a bet, and drive back over, and it'd be good. The only issue is, is that Indiana gets all the tax money if I win. Mm-hmm. So but if can, I if I would have put the, uh, the bet on the Reds winning the World Series and it hits, then Indiana would get the tax money instead of Kentucky because the bet was physically placed in indiana even though i was using my cell phone but once you've been to indiana once could you no. be in louisville and place bets not until september the 20 okay. whatever it is i got you all right i'm understanding because it tracks on your again it's going to be hard to figure out you know the again nuance involved in all of this and trying to in i guess incorporate this into 
Our and I know that one of the things that they did is that there was some potential wonder if they would allow you to bet on Kentucky, Louisville, Northern, Western, and so on. And, and apparently, yes. Yeah, I, I would think that's a lot of the attraction. I don't again to bet on the cats. I'm not going to be a I'm not going to be a big sports wagerer by any stretch. Uh, Secretary of State Michael Adams says new voter registration saw a large increase in June, but most of that was offset by the number of registered voters who were removed from the rolls. He noted Kentucky's voter registration jumped last month, but the net result was that voter rolls grew by just 670 when you factor in the removal of 9,348 ineligible voters. Does that number sound high? That does sound high. There were 10,000 people that needed to be pruned off of our uh, voting rolls. Wow. But it does also mean that 10,000 voters registered in June because if the net was 670, and they removed nearly 9,400. That means 10,000 new people registered, but uh, that gain was offset because of 10,000 seemed like a lot. The Office of State Budget Director um, reported yesterday that general fund receipts for fiscal year 2023, which just ended um, 11 days ago, totaled $15.1 billion, exceeding budget estimates by $1.4 billion, which was the largest revenue surplus in state history, although the final budget surplus for the year won't be known until the accounting records for expenditures are completed later this month. It'll be the third consecutive year with a general fund budget surplus of more than $1 billion. There is no shortage of people looking to take credit for Kentucky's economic boom. Oh, wow. I'll sure. let you decide. I'd say each person has their own idea on who is responsible or if there are multiple people who get credit for the uh, economic um Surplus in Kentucky. Gubernatorial candidate Daniel Cameron's campaign said yesterday he is pulling out of a September political rally after some fellow Republicans objected to his planned appearance alongside a controversial candidate who wants to challenge a sitting GOP congressman in next year's primary. Thomas Massey said last month that it would be a mistake for Cameron, the state's attorney general, to attend Northern Kentucky rally hosted by Eric Dieters who also made a bid for governor this year, finishing fourth in the GOP primary. Cameron now has other plans on the day of the event, his campaign said in a statement. He is not a stranger to um, not participating in um, debates when maybe it's in his best interest, but it's probably Hmm. in his best interest to not be part of this one. Apparently Trump is coming to this. Trump is, is coming to the dangerous thing. Which is hilarious because this oh is on my. his family farm in southern rural Kenton County. He he does this wow. every year, doesn't he? Yeah, or, something. Or but seasonally? Like, or? Yeah, yeah, uh, something like that. But it's just, it's yeah, uh, it's it's interesting. I wonder he's, what his other plans are for the day. He is an interesting character. I don't know which the, one. I don't know the date of all of them. Uh, <laughs> Massey's an interesting character as well. The roster of speakers for the political speaking portion of the Fancy Farm Picnic is now set, and every candidate for the statewide constitutional office has agreed to participate in the event, which will take place on August 5. Uh, is there something else going on that weekend we need to talk about? Uh, Friday the 4th. Okay, uh-huh. all right, we'll get to that in just a moment. Okay, good. Uh, the Fancy Farm Picnic takes place on the grounds of St. Jerome's Catholic Church down in Graves County. Governor Bashir, along with his running mate, uh, Lieutenant Governor Coleman, are seeking re-election to the second term, and they have confirmed their appearances to speak. Daniel Cameron as well. He has not yet officially named his running mate. 
and the deadline is the week after Fancy Farm. But if papers are filed with the Secretary of State's office prior to the picnic, he or she also gets a spot reserved on the speaker's list. Uh, Ag Commissioner candidates Jonathan Schell and Sierra Inlow will be there. Michael Bowman and Mark Metcalf for state treasurer. Allison Paul and Kim Reeder for state auditor. Pamela Stevenson and Russell Coleman for attorney general. Michael Adams and Buddy Wheatley for secretary of state. Uh, Mike Harmon, Ryan Quarles are going to be there as well. You're going to have Congressman Comer, uh, Richard Heath. Paul and McConnell are invited, but depending upon the Senate schedule, they're not sure. Now, Sam, I know you've mentioned several times that you think that the Republican lieutenant gubernatorial candidate is already scheduled to speak. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's likely that they will use Fancy Farm to make the announcement? Oh, no, that I have. I have no idea. They have to. They have to do it sooner rather than later because the deadline is a week after Fancy Farm. Mm-hmm. So makes sense. It, it seemed like they might be posturing to a, a but, Fancy but Farm announcement. You're you're not on the list though. I did not make it on the list this year. I so got. Uh, you're not got the lieutenant governor candidate. Then? I mean, I know the guy who sets the speaker list. I could, you know, I could probably. So maybe you can get yourself on the list I and could, become the lieutenant governor. Uh, would be uh, awesome if you would get on the list to speak. That at least makes you a possibility. But then I don't know that we want that because then you can't be on the air, at least unless we're we're given Andy an hour on the on the air as well. Rick and Bubba in the morning. Oh, hello. Um, yeah, well, something to think about. Well, yeah, I would have uh, to give I would have to give Lieutenant Governor Coleman. Oh, I guess that's that's true. It, it would. You two can host the show. That would be fun. Uh, let's see. The New York Times is disbanding its sports department and will rely on coverage from The Athletic, which is a website it acquired last year for uh, half a billion dollars. The decision impacts more than 35 people in the sports department, according to The New York Times. It's just an additional troubling sign in the journalism landscape that long, I mean, the New York Times synonymous with uh, news, sports, you know, covering things nationally. Should we be surprised at this? I mean, when they, they acquired the athletic, did they sort of telegraph what they were doing? Yeah, I hate. I mean, they had a lot of cuts on the athletic too a couple of weeks ago. Some really, really, really talented journalists too. Yeah, it's that's that's the troubling sign. Is it's just all of these companies are growing too big, too fast. Wow. ESPN and because as well. of that, they're having to cut. Yeah, ESPN is another good example. I mean, you're just looking at the list of people who are super, super talented that are now not looking for a job anymore. Yeah, and, and I, I fear for the future of journalism too. Um, without the scribes that are out there, um, look look at Northwestern. I mean, those journalists found that story and unearthed it and everything, and and that's mm-hmm. what journalism is. That's right, and, and responsible journalism too. Credible journalism. We got to get back to an era where you can believe the headlines that you mm-hmm. read. They need to be based upon fact, not based upon spin or or some narrative that you're trying to create. And so there's a very murky future. But I will tell you, an America without journalism is not an America that I want to live in because I I need someone to be on watch, finding out what's going on and giving me the facts and letting me form a, you know, form an opinion or a decision or things that I need to know. So we got to, you know, got to figure this out as a uh, as a country. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. We got plenty more on the way. Dennis Cook is our guest co-host today. Hang around here on in the know. My mama was the wind. Did you know the Sesame Street characters Bert and Ernie were named for the police officer and taxi driver in It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, I'd never made the connection. 
had heard that something like that before. I mean, I watched Frank Capra's, you know, It's a Wonderful Life. I watch it every Christmas, and yeah. but I never made the connection that Bert and Ernie were the um, were the police officer and the taxi driver. That's one that it's on. My parents watch it every year. I just I can't do it. I love anything Muppets or Sesame Street. So continue with all of those references in future shows. Thank you for that. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, and the right. viewing audience and the listening audience probably feels the same way. Uh, oh, I was just reminded we got um, we really got confused the last show about puppets and muppets, right? Our, well, our conundrum on well, puppets and muppets. Well, I think you all were confused. I tried to educate. <laughs> uh, but I, I thought I, I heard you haven't slept since then. I haven't I, slept well. I thought I came up with a very succinct way of you, of explaining it. So, here's today's water cooler question: If you or your household have not won in the last thirty days, you qualify to win. By texting your answer to 270-259-6000, all the correct responses will be drawn from to win tickets to Holiday World. Again, 270-259-6000. For some of us, it might have been a long time since this could have potentially happened. One in four of us say we've canceled a date because of this. One in four of us say we've canceled a date because of this. 270-259-6000. I'm not going to be good at this. One in four of us have canceled a date because of this. Mm. Text your response to 270-259-6000. 18 years of age. You or your household can't have one in the last 30 days. Text 270-259-6000. Billie Eilish weighs in on fans throwing objects at artists. We told you yesterday Harry Styles and Morgan Wallen were the latest celebrities to have something thrown at them on stage. Morgan Wallen, a boot was thrown at him. He threw the boot back. I hope he threw it hard. Uh, and I hope he struck the person who actually threw it. That would be the worst case scenario. You throw it yes. back and hit somebody who didn't throw it. Yeah. She says, Billy Eilish says, people just get excited and it can be dangerous. Uh, yes. And yes, if you, if you get to the point where you're so excited you cannot control yourself, you should not leave the house. Doesn't this also go for undergarments and things like that? Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you have an in, uh, an inquisitive nature about this very issue because I was just about to ask you, in your vast performing career uh, as as an artist on the Cook Ranch label, Tomatoes, the Cook Ranch music uh, label, mm-hmm. have you also experienced things being thrown at you on the stage during performance dirty glances dirty, really dirty just glances. more not okay. just dirty as in why are you here like a drive-by snubbing not, type yeah. of thing uh-huh. arms yeah. crossed i have chin on the chest and just a, a stare i purchased a bag of marshmallows at the store just for that just to <laughs> for that just to what if help i you what if i threw my little gideon new testament Ooh, at you like well, would i would you autograph that and send it back to me well God's word does have the power to travel from <laughs> nation to nation. I guess it never is specific just, about how it's getting just, there. I just thought it was funny that you asked about undergarments. Well, as I've, a performer, I, I, just, uh, I, I have not had that experience. Uh, <laughs> if I did, they would probably be dirty or soiled in some way. 
Yeah, like a Pampers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And that was right before the giant hook comes and pulls me off the platform. Some parent threw their dirty diaper from their baby. <laughs> the Oscars musical star playing. Joaquin Phoenix is destined for greatness in the new Ridley Scott movie, Napoleon. Ridley Scott really knows how to dig down into these historic, you know, figures. Okay. And uh, old time. So Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon. You know, he played uh, Joker. He played he played the Joker, mm-hmm. but he played uh, in Gladiator. He played uh, oh. you know he was the nemesis. I haven't seen it. In, in, you've not seen Gladiator. Uh, I, I knew haven't. he played the Joker, but I haven't seen it. But oh, you've not seen the Joker. Either one. You've not seen Gladiator. Uh-uh. Wow, uh, that's uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, that one really surprises me. I Ooh. haven't either. Yeah. Wow, wow, surprise. Yeah. Deadpool three. Ryan Reynolds shares the first look at Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Does this excite you, Mr. Dennis? No, it's rated R. Oh, it is? I'm sure, like, all the Deadpool movies have been. I haven't watched them. I am. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I I love the first two Deadpools. They're hilarious. Okay, so this is in your lane. Correct. This would be, I don't watch a lot of the Marvel movies, but I like this because it's it's childish humor, Mm -hmm. and that's right up my alley. I love, I like uh, Hugh Jackman Mm -hmm. and, and pretty much everything that he does. But that's and Wolverine. I've seen all the X Men. I've seen the Wolverine standalones. I just the Deadpool character, though even the comic book character, I know is kind of a rated R character, anyways, mm-hmm. isn't it? Is he? He's so. kind of a interesting. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. He's uh, he's he's like an anti-villain almost, where he's a hero or anti-hero. I've not really been ever been hooked by the graphic novel for whatever reason. I don't, I don't know. It's just never never been my thing. And then reading the headline, Pink is seriously considering moving to peaceful Australia with her family. So, all right, see you later, Pink. Been good knowing you. Got to get to a break. We'll figure out our winner coming up here on In the... MB's Point to Ponder for today. What did you eat so much of that now you hate it? What did you eat so much of that now you hate it? Hate is a strong word, uh, but... Agree. The chicken place we were talking about earlier... If yeah. I never had to have it again, I'd be perfectly fine because at, at Western, that was a place that was open on campus, and so I would eat a lot of it. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fine with never having it again. Well, they strategically make it where you can't have it one-seventh of the time. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> you have to take <laughs> but, a break. <laughs> but like if you if you told me that it's closing today and you can never have it again, I'd be like, mm, okay. I was, in, I was in an airport on uh, Saturday, and I had the good fortune. Typically, when I travel through that airport, it's on Sunday. And so when I go to the food court, like, oh, yeah, can't have the Lord's Chicken today. Mm. But it was Saturday. It's like, hey, the Lord's Chicken's open. I'm going there. <laughs> what so, a blessing from yeah, God. It was a blessing. Hey, happy Saturday to me. We went through a phase where we ate at the Olive Garden, like, so much every time we went out that I'm okay to not have that anymore. Yeah. But I know, like, with Doug, you know, being a youth pastor for 30 years, he says, I no longer eat pizza. Mm. Pizza for all the events. Every church thing you would turn around. Pizza, pizza. Oh, He's no, like, I, I don't eat pizza I, I, anymore. I don't know that I could get to that point. Yeah, I feel like I'd have a hard time getting to that point as well. Now, I classically say that, and and, and I think this is true, but I, I can't say it with certainty. But I was fed bananas a lot as a child, and uh-huh. I will not eat bananas now. Gotcha. I just don't. I don't like banana flavor. I don't like banana texture. I don't like... But I have really started to challenge myself. Like, is have you did you just at some point decide and blame that as the reason, or mm-hmm. is that the real reason? And one of the things that comes to my mind is 
if if you give me a fresh banana, like the peel is entirely yellow, it's firm, like it's kind of crisp, like you, I could probably do that. But the least little mushy banana, mm-hmm. I am out. You can I, yeah. you're like no yeah. part of that. And see, for me, it's like if you would come and bring me the chicken sandwich and say, "Here, I brought you lunch," I'd be like, "Oh, okay. Like this is great. Like I'll I'll eat it." But I'm not like, yeah, you're not you're not signing up for it. Yeah. Co- correct. It's it's just more of that's probably the perfect example in in your realm of something that just and I don't hate it. It's just more like I. I've had enough. We did hibachi a lot for a while, and we don't do hibachi mm-hmm. much anymore. And I don't know if that's because we're just tired of it or what. But anyway. And uh, it's worse when you get sick after oh, eating something yeah. that you enjoy, and you're like, can that's I have that anymore or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. Uh, the uh, water cooler question today was one in four of us have canceled a date over this. Uh, I saw... Uh, nervousness, I saw toothache, I saw feeling sick, fear of starting over, anxiety, bad hair. Mm. I saw there were several others that were there. Lots of, uh, there might be introspection involved in some of those answers. People like, oh, I've canceled because of this. The correct answer was pimple. Have canceled because of a, canceled because of a a pimple. I put work. You put canceled because of work. Yeah. Don't you think that's higher than 25%? I, I, I told you I was not going to be good at this. I have no idea, though. Okay. Uh, w- Dennis, pick a number between one and nine. Let's go with seven. Seven. Ooh, lucky number seven. Uh, if your phone number ends in 1031, you are the winner and we'll contact you in 1031. Congratulations. And maybe 10 or 31 hey. minutes. Oh. 10 or 31. Maybe more. Dennis, do you have anything big planned for the rest of the summer except for are you and Strawberry Queen got oh, big hot dates man. planned? Or oh, what? man, we we have – I have – He's got – Guys, golf. I don't want to tell you everything right now, but I'm going to a Comic-Con uh, in, in a couple months where I'm going to meet someone big, someone – Is the Strawberry Queen going to Comic-Con? I've invited her. She may go shopping. She normally comes to me to these with me to these things, and it's it's just going to be big. Well, couldn't you get like an Alex to to join you in said thing? Doesn't Listen, he enjoy when that? He, when he gets started at WKU, I don't know if I'll ever see him. He may never come. I'm home. curious to know: Are Alex's bags already packed and just sitting at the front door <laughs> waiting for the Alex. day? Like he knows he's not going today, but he's gone ahead and gotten everything together. He's so ready. He's rolled it out there to the door, yeah. so when the day comes. Just up with the bags and into the car. And I know Alex can't have the Lord's Chicken at at Western, but there's a restaurant on either side that I'm sure that he will be frequenting quite often. Uh, That's what he says. That's what he calls it. And the Lord's Lord's Steak Burger, too, on the other side. Alex gets dressed about two seconds before he leaves the house for things, so that's how much thought he gives about going ahead and working ahead. I'll be packing for him for Western. (laughs) On television tonight, Celebrity Jeopardy is on ABC. It's Will Wheaton, Patton Oswalt, and Ike Barinholtz. Mm. The Midsummer Classic, the 93rd edition of the Major League Baseball All-Star Game from T-Mobile Field in Seattle is tonight. It's on uh, Fox. Garrett Cole starting for the American League. Did you figure out if the Cubs have the starter for the National League? I have not seen. No, it's uh, the guy, uh, Zach Gallen from the uh, Diamondbacks. All right. Okay. Any Reds become All-Stars? You have to. That's the rule. Every team. Alexis Diaz. Alexis Diaz. Okay. Spencer Steer robbed. Ellie De La Cruz robbed. Matt McClain robbed. 
Uh, is De La Cruz just because he came up so late? Probably. probably. But I saw somebody, I think it might have been the New York Post, that wrote an article saying that Major League Baseball needs to get guys like Ellie De La Cruz, you know, these fun young players in the All-Star game more than some of the old guys because yeah. people are going to tune into that because it's a big event and they're going to see like, wow, this guy's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, Corbin Carroll from the Diamondbacks is a lot of fun. Like, I want to watch guys like that. And then we can also wish good luck to the Cougar football team. They have seven on seven tonight, first one of the year. Oh, they do. They go to Logan County. Uh, the Cubs, uh, are they sending uh, Andre we, Dawson? Uh, no, we have three. <laughs> no, Justin Steele, Dansby Swanson. Ron Say. You guys. <laughs> Derek Lee. Wait, was Darwin Ron Say Barney? a Dodger? Yeah, maybe. Are you Ron Santo? <laughs> no. Kerry Wood? <laughs> Mark Grace. Sammy Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make me peek out my microphone here. Who did the Cubs send? Alex Gonzalez? Mm-hmm. I'm not telling y'all now. Okay. We have Th- <laughs> today's highlight in <laughs> history. Don't be so happy about it. <laughs> this day Kosuke Fukudome. 1804, Vice President Aaron Burr. Mortally wounded former Treasury Secretary Alexander Hamilton during a pistol duel in Weehawken, New Jersey. Hamilton died the next day. And they so, wrote a play about it, right? Yes, they did. Wrote a little story about it. Like, here, here it goes. Uh, and... So uh, just as a bit of foreshadowing, tomorrow I will be telling you it was on this date in history that Alexander Hamilton died. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. In 1798, the U.S. – there will be a quiz tomorrow. In 1798, the U.S. Marine Corps is formally reestablished by a congressional act that also created the U.S. Marine Band. Strowman? Oh, but you're giving me an opening for the all-star announcements. You take it whenever you want. 1859, Big Ben, the great bell inside the famous London clock tower, chimed for the first time. Babe Ruth made his Major League Baseball debut in 1914. Hmm. Lawrence Olivier died in uh, England at age 82, this date in 1989. Birthdays today, Suzanne Vega is 64. Richie Sambora is 64. Lisa Renna is 60. <laughs> Lil' Kim is 49, and Alicia Cara is 27. Gone but not forgotten. John Quincy Adams in 1767. Yule Brenner in 1920. Leon Spinks in 1953. That's You're too good. young to remember Leon Spinks. It is good the way you did that, though. Reminds me of Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Let's go One, to two, three, 1955. Bill Haley and the Comets. Happy days. Yeah, because it's, it's not, these are not his comments. These are just the comments, right? Bill Haley and the comments. That's right. And it changes to his comments, right? In, in oh, no, it actually, this does say his comments, Bill Haley and okay, his comments. Okay, because I know, like, it's it's both. So I wasn't really sure as to which. They changed it. It was the, so. and then it went Interesting. So. Interesting. I had never picked up on so. that nuance. All right. Or maybe it's one of those Berenstein effects or whatever it is. But. 1964. Some classics to start off with segment today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I consider this one a classic as well. 1973, Billy Preston. Will it go round in circles? Oh, yeah. It actually looks like it's one of those effects, Mandela effects. Mandela, effect. Mandela effects, yeah. where it's, it's actually, and his comments, but even like the top search on Google was and the comments. That's kind of interesting. Interesting. 1982, Toto and Rosanna. I'm not sure I knew they had another song. 
That's how they were able to put out the best of Toto album. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be songs. Af- Africa 12 times. Yeah. EMF, You're Unbelievable, was number one in 91 in 2000. Leanne Womack was number one. Hope you this dance. is not in the Cook Ranch catalog, but uh, a favorite of the Cook Ranch. Well, no. I'll like, slow dance I, with Strawberry Queen I on could this hear one. Him, I could hear him singing this on August the 4th. How many times do you think we've heard that karaoke, like Ooh. over the years? Oh, A bunch. Far too many. Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, this one too, one, all right? 14 years ago today. When I'm on the cruise ship, this is the one I pick. I know you want me. You, you do kind of look like Pitbull. <laughs> Thank you. Is that a, but my favorite, a good thing? My now favorite, I just learned back first of the year was Fireball. You, you hadn't heard that before? I hadn't heard that really? before, no. Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and number one, I like it uh, five years ago today. So there you go. There are your chart toppers. Uh, Mr. Worldwide. MB- what? That's the one we need to get on a. Uh, She's on in a the drop. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Pitbull is? No, Missy. Missy oh, Elliott. Missy Elliott. Hmm. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for Dennis. Thanks for coming. Thank you, guys. Tell Strawberry Queen, hey, thank you. Thank you. We sure will. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Sometimes your mind says no, but your heart says go. Sometimes your mind says no, but your heart says go. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.